Shalom, friends. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, Jake Rubin. Welcome to MSU Hillel's The Weekly Kvetch. This podcast features news, interviews, and a whole lot of kvetching. So I'm excited for you to join me and my trusty producers, Sophie and Nate, as we dive deep into all things Jewish. Hello, and welcome back to week three of The Weekly Kvetch. I remain your host, Jake Rubin, and alongside my producers, Sophie Nate and MSU Hillel, we are super excited to bring you this week's episode. Unfortunately, Nate is not here right now. He's currently live streaming himself doing yoga on TikTok. So look at him go. Uh, He is on TikTok. I don't remember his TikTok name. And he, yep. So you write in in his comments. Good for you, Nate. Good on you doing yoga. Uh, But we are super, super excited to have a guest here today, uh, Miss Libby Walker, who is a Jewish TikTok superstar, and we are very honored to have her with us. Thank you for joining us today, Libby. It is a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course. Carol Cohen's very excited to be here. You know the vibe. Ah. That's what the kids say nowadays. <laughs> That's the voice. All right. We're I'm loving this so much. <laughs> we're going to make you do the voice later, but I'm glad I came out right away. <laughs> Uh, before we get started, though, we do have uh, a word from our sponsors. So uh, take it away, sponsors. The Weekly Kvetch is sponsored by MSU Hillel, the place to be for more than 3,500 Jewish students at MSU. The Weekly Kvetch is also sponsored by the 10 missed calls from your mother. You should have picked up the first time. Now she's worried. Oh, wow. That was some good words from our sponsors right there. <laughs> so, uh before we get to the actual interview, uh, something we do on our podcast is we kvetch about something. So now we're going to do our segment called Let's Give Them Something to Kvetch About. So our topic for today is Jewish mothers, overbearing, always in our lives, always texting us. You know, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> I'll tell you though, I, uh, you know, I'm a little bit of a mama's boy though. So like when she texts me, I'm always like, oh yes, you know, like, I'm glad you're thinking about me. Thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, it's like, come on, you know, I'm in college. I don't, you don't need to know what I ate last night. I know I get, I get those texts from my mom. She's like, how are you? Did you eat? Like I, she literally mm-hmm. texted me yesterday. She's like, it was like six something and I hadn't eaten yet. And I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't eaten yet. She's like, go eat. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, but I'll tell you, it is it is nice though. Uh, she's like, are you doing your laundry? And I'm like, well, actually, uh, I want to visit you because I miss you so much, and I have lots of laundry for you to do. And that's the, in a way of showing my love to you is for you to do my laundry for me. I'm just like, I this is how much I miss you. I miss you this much. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is really funny just to have, uh, just to have them always around, you know, I've actually something funny happened the other day. I was driving back home from uh, East Lansing, no, driving from home to East Lansing and I forgot to text my mom that I made it back safe. And so she, uh, she like texted two of my friends and she called them and she's like, is he alive? Is he alive? And I got like three different voicemails and like, I will, I was like, I'm alive. I swear. I was busy doing something, so I forgot to text her, but uh, she was really just like, oh, my case about that. Yeah. 
That's our job, of course. Are you kidding me? As a Jewish mother, you know, uh-huh. it's their duty to constantly harass you. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you guys think that I get my material from? Just out of curiosity, <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you one guess. All right. Your mother. Yes, you're right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, good you, guess. You win. You win. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for my mom's quality entertainment. I don't know where Cheryl Cohen would would exist. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to get the best from the best. True, true, true. But then she goes and she tells all of her work friends, oh, I have no idea where she gets this material. It's, it's, it, it, it's funny, but I have no idea where this comes from. I'm just like, you mean you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like a cute thing, you know? I mean, but then... Um, yeah, I mean, first she's like, why are you wasting all this time on TikTok? And then she's like, no, guys, your kids are doing this and that and getting real jobs. But look, my daughter's a little funny. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. check her out. Um, so, I mean, I mean, yeah, Cheryl Cohen started in a pretty interesting way, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, it was, I was taking a class with Alan Zweibel, who's an SNL writer. Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. One of, the awesome. first ever, one of the first ever SNL writers. And my teacher, Maria Horn and Bronwyn Keenan, they basically got him to do this course. And so I was helping direct a show with all my peers in class that he had mm-hmm. written. And so I, I'm an acting BFA major at University at Buffalo. I graduated in May. But this Probably is my probably. last semester. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, not a doctor or a lawyer, not a doctor or a lawyer, but it'll do. I'll find it. Of course. That's what they say. So I was taking this class and I was like thinking like, wow, like this is so amazing. And then COVID hit. So yeah. it's like we had to transfer the class into comedy workshops. Mm-hmm. So one day I was just sitting at home, still in Buffalo, hadn't gone home yet. And my mom's harassing me. You have to teach Zoom to your grandma, to your stepdad. I don't think your brother knows Zoom, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God. She's like, for Passover, we're doing the Seder together. We're doing it together. I don't care how you're teaching them. And I was like, you know what? This would make a really funny TikTok. So I just randomly made a TikTok looking not cute, like in a bun, like for fun, like, oi, gavolt, like, the levies can't come this year. What am I going to make? You know, like whatever for fun. And I was like, wow, like this actually got some traction. And then I did another one and I was like, well, I'm bored. And I was like, Jewish mom's in quarantine. And I was like spraying the mirror, spraying the people. <laughs> like, did you eat yet? You know, and Jewish moms in general, like, like, oh my God, the Corona, the Corona, you know, like going crazy, cleaning everything. And, and like, then I just said in one part of the video, it's like several Cohen. And then that got traction. So I was like, wait a minute, I should do one about speed dating. And then the yeah. ideas just kept flying. And I was like, oh my God, like Cheryl Cohen, speed dating, like camp, like this is all so perfect. And then I get home from school mm-hmm. and I basically find out that like, well, I was so upset to leave this and that. I didn't want to go home. I was like completely terrified of Corona, but this is the one thing keeping me going. And I had like consistent ideas, but I was like, this is for fun. Like theater is canceled right now. Yeah, I'm interested in the theater business, but I'm also interested in like acting 
still from my education and I was like let me just channel that energy of like writing scripts and this and that and so basically I'm at home and I wake up one day to a notification that says TikTok mentioned you in a story and I was like oh my god what? I was like no 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 I'm half asleep right now no 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 so I click on the story and it was fully I don't even follow TikTok on Instagram they fully tagged me on Passover with my first initial Passover video that wasn't planned, wasn't anything. For the record, I don't plan any of my videos beforehand. Mm-hmm. I don't write them down, like nothing. I write them on the spot and I just say them. That's why like, I try to make it natural, improv and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think too much about it. So I was just like, oh my God, like TikTok posted this, like that's crazy and then after that like the traction that I was receiving was just unreal I mean again like I don't have a million views or anything at all Mm -hmm. not even remotely but like seeing little kids like using my voice or like making the Jewish mom anthem because I was like wow this is trending like this is something I have to do um that was really cool and then I started like they only posted my video when I had like 2,000 followers on Instagram wow. and then it like grew really really quickly and then after that like a bunch of Jews were reaching out to me and I started collabing with Glock Kosher if you guys know him yep. yeah like pretty pretty early on to the point where we're really close friends and any business opportunity that would go my way I would tell him I would bring him down with me type thing <laughs> so he I I fully support everything he does like he's been growing his Instagram like crazy he has incredible material and like we would be sending our drafts to each other from day one and like all he did was duet one of my videos and like we genuinely became friends so the impact is incredible like I've joined I've joined groups like Zionist group chats with a bunch of Jewish TikTokers, like Mm -hmm. talking about the anti-Semitism that we see on the app, which is a sad thing, Mm -hmm. of course. Um, But, you know, it's nice that like this group really unites and, you know, the friends that you guys know, who I know, Leah and Rachel, I just hopped on a Jew Zoom one day and like people were like, oh my God, it's Cheryl Cohen. And that was like the absolute last (laughs) thing I expected. So it's like crazy to think that there's this like Jewish community who like can relate and understand this character and yeah. like that's something that I really enjoy so that's kind of like my journey of like how it started and obviously just like taking it to the next level um, and doing like some promo things from time to time whether it's beef jerky restaurants etc um, makeup so that's so cool that sounds like it was a really good like creative outlet during this like crazy it really it really was like I'm gonna be honest when I heard TikTok was maybe shutting down like tears Mm -hmm. fled my eyes because I was like this is the one thing keeping me going and like people were reaching out to me and telling me like in spite of all the bad things that are going on right now me in Australia me in Germany me in Israel me in London like I'm enjoying this like this is something fun and, like, I would do during the quarantine, like, I would do TikTok fan Zoom. So like, I would go on my live and I would have, like, random people join the code and, like, write it in the chat. And I would meet people from all over the world face to face. 
like in the moment and like it was fun like it was genuinely fun people were home and I was able to like talk to them in my voice no one knew my real voice yeah so I started revealing my new voice like more recently but yeah that's really cool That's and really it's cool. it's probably really cool for you to see like and inter- interact with your fans around the world uh because like yeah. you probably had no clue that it would just like blow None. up like in the way that it None. did yeah like, you yeah. can actually see the numbers that are on your screen mm-hmm. but in, yeah as faces yeah cool. like there's also like there's this one 15 year old and like I could not forget this because this was like my first like genuine fan. Like he would follow me to every app. I would go first person on every live, first like on everything, first comment mm-hmm. everything. And he would show up on the TikTok lives, the Instagram, everything. And he was just like he knew all the lyrics to all my songs, like everything. Oh. And like he would have to like blurt it out in like the most like proud way possible and like it, it made my heart melt like honestly it was uh-huh. very sweet and like there's little kids that I talk to like on live and like I'll screen record it afterwards and like just share like wow like the fact that like these little kids are like sad during this time that I can like make them understand it like obviously I have to be PG enough mm-hmm. you know yeah so that's like a challenge in itself because like I didn't know that it would go to so many younger people too yeah yeah well so Cheryl Cohen this character that you've made for TikTok do you think that it's gonna uh like exist outside of TikTok like in stand-up or any like is there a future for Cheryl Cohen or is she just do you think or because I was just talking to a stand-up comedian who like found my TikTok and he was like you should totally do stand-up with this Mm -hmm. and like I I've thought about it for sure. I mean, obviously with the state of the world, it's kind of hard to like dig into something yeah. like that. But I sit here with my friends like, and I, I think in video, like I think in ideas, like something will mm-hmm. happen in real lifetime. And I'm like, oh shoot that. Like if I think if I really wanted to put something together, I could. I don't know if I'm at like a place in my life right now where like it would work because of the yeah. world circumstances like time-wise like absolutely because I'm working part-time right now so I mean it would be fun and I've thought about doing like longer videos but at the same time I'm like they're short sweet and great yeah. so it's like how much more can I do that without like yeah or how much stand-up can I really do with the information that I've already put out type of thing so it's like it's like a fight with myself but at the same time like I know I'm capable if that makes sense yeah no that's the beauty so, of tiktok too which is like yeah the 15 to like sec- i hear one seconds sound. To yeah i hear one sound and i'm immediately like whoa like but what if i use those words connected to this jewish situation because mm-hmm. that's so accurate <laughs> and like there you go you know yeah like i did one for yom kippur like about um what was it it was like goodbye oh like it was about leaving and like coming back, like see you tomorrow, like that one. Like, yeah, that one. And I was like saying goodbye <laughs> to your sins on Yom Kippur, you know, like being relatable, but also like being the character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw well, that one. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to learn the difference between, you know, having the character, but also mm-hmm. having the niche of Judaism, 
but also building on from that. Like I created another character recently um, who is a theater waiter and she doesn't stop mentioning the fact that she does theater um, <laughs> so, so obnoxiously. Um, but so I have like that character. And then as I said, there's gonna be a new one coming out this week. Ooh. You heard it here <laughs> first. Uh, Her, heard it here first. Yeah, you did hear it exclusive. First. Um, but yeah, so ideas keep popping up. I know that was like an extended answer to your stand-up question, but no, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that because uh, <laughs> you know it is very interesting to think about. You know, like how it's gonna exist and like TikTok and everything. And it is nice. I think that like everybody has different experiences with TikTok, but I'm just happy that like you're able to find like your niche and connect with other Jewish TikTokers and really just form this community. That's really yeah, cool. The amount, the amount of Jewish TikTokers I've been like, let's collab and we just get on a FaceTime, one chat about all the Jewish geography we know. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. two, I grab my computer and for a little hour with my ring light, with my phone on my ring light, yeah, we come up with it on the spot and I say send me that video say this and then text it to me and then I put it together and like if it's a background then I'm like screen record it trim it then send it to me and then we keep going so it's back and forth and we're coming up with the lines one by one like it's truly like a collaborative process that I've learned to figure out in this time so I would be able to like collab with other people Um, there's one photographer um, from Brooklyn and he was like I don't really act you know and his name's Dusha you guys should totally check out his photography and he's like photographed like the D'Amelio's he's been in touch oh, wow. with like a lot of wow. like great people and I saw he liked a few of my videos and I was just like hey like we should totally do a collab and we did one about him being a photographer at a bat mitzvah yeah that was a good it worked one. for him and it worked for me so it's about figuring out what other people are good at. There's this one doctor from Florida. Turns out he knew my cousin. And <laughs> we did a whole like what Jewish moms want you to be versus uh-huh. what you actually are. And it works because he's studying to be a doctor. So it's like taking what other people have, but building from it. And that's like something I've really learned how to do. Like you can't just ask someone to collab. You need to know what you're asking for mm-hmm. like play yeah, to their strengths yeah for sure and obviously if you're asking you see something in their material that catches your eye there's this one girl who blew up too talia didn't know she was in high school okay mm-hmm. someone commented she did like a mom video and this girl had two thousand followers at the time she posts this mom video being a jewish mother and someone's like libby amber walker did this already like stop copying her and I'm just like no like copying like what like this is amazing like please mm-hmm. keep doing this content like this is awesome and then she had like written at the top like at Libby Ember Walker inspired this like she did it first like check out her page yeah. and I was like forget this forget this so I messaged <laughs> her and I was like look I love your stuff it's awesome forget other people I'm so glad they tagged me because I would have loved to see it and I got her on a phone call we made two collabs and now she has 187,000 followers and like 5 million likes. Damn. Whoa. Like she posted one of my videos that we made together. 
and I posted the other one. And like, again, I saw something in this girl and I knew she would blow up. Like I knew that there was something special about her and she, you know, we, we collabed. She had her own Jewish mom character. I had my own Jewish mom character. We talked about inappropriate Instagram comments. And then we also talked about Jewish moms being drunk. So like it worked, it worked and it was fun. And it was a lot of fun. Like she also is super cool. Like, so again, meeting people on this app is super crazy. Like they could yeah. blow up in a second and you don't even know. Yeah, that is really yeah. cool how that works. So uh, I, I do have one final question and it's, it's actually, sure. it's for Cheryl. Uh, so, you know, there's lots of single nice Jewish boys and nice Jewish girls. So how do we find a good NJB or NJG? What do we do? How do we, you know, how do we attract them? Okay, well, step one, okay? It's mm -hmm. me, Cheryl, yes. talking, everybody here. Okay. I heard this, this Meet Jew University on the Facebook, okay? The biggest step, okay? If you don't have the Facebook, you're a loser. I don't know what to tell you. But the first <laughs> step, I would say, first step, I would say, is a doctor or a lawyer, okay? You know, we always got to mm -hmm. single them out. There's a lot of doctors on that page. You're going to scroll, you're going to scroll, and you're going to message them. And you know what? They don't message you back because they're lost. But what I will say is you got to go to synagogue. You got to learn how to make some challah, make a mean chillant. Okay, listen to your Jewish mother. It's very attractive for girls to see a boy who loves his Jewish mother. Okay. A lot of the times, you know, boys who respect their mother, they're better husbands. I will tell you that. My husband, you know, respects his mother. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's all about that. You have so many outlets. You have Hinge, okay? You have mm -hmm. J-Swipe. During quarantine, I'm talking. Those stakes. But in real world, okay, go talk to the girl at the bar if you think she looks Jewish. If you mm -hmm. think her last name's Goldstein, go talk to her. If you think it's probably Italian, run away. She's probably very <laughs> cute, but it's probably not the vibe for you. Yeah, not worth it. You want it. some nice Jewish children. But when it comes to nice Jewish boys, you know, you, you got to keep your eye out for that one. Because there's a mix, a mixed bag, I tell you. Mm -hmm. Your mother sends you to a Jewish camp and then you're like, oh, I'm looking for a nice Jewish boy because you know she wants you to find it. 10 out of 10, you won't. But your mother will probably, you know, she'll make it work. <laughs> that's the true, that's a true Jewish mother answer. Well, don't perfect. worry. If you can't find them, she'll find them for you. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> and then she'll be like, she'll be like, what about that boy who comes over sometimes, the family friend? No, uh -huh. mom, he picks his nose. Okay, well, you're too picky. I don't know what to tell you. He's a lost <laughs> Like, you know? Yeah. Well, perfect. <laughs> well, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Libby. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. But uh, before we wrap up, I, we do have a couple more things. I, uh, I go on a rant every episode. And so this rant in honor is, is uh, a rant about TikTok. So I'm just gonna, ooh, Jake rant. I think there's a theme song, I don't know. <laughs> Jake rant, go. So uh, I've been on TikTok for a while now. And I, uh, I, I, I hadn't posted any videos for a hot minute. All right, welcome. Earth, it is TikTok planet. 
I go on to TikTok and I look at videos and I'm like, ha ha ha, these videos are funny. And then I'm like, maybe I should make a video. So for a while I started making nonsensical meme content. And I was like, this is fun, but it doesn't mean anything. But of course, the videos that you spend time on, in my experience, videos that you spend time on never do as well as videos that you spend zero time on, which is so frustrating because I've made, uh, I spend time making like videos like Jewish TikToks or whatever. And it pales in comparison to a video where I like, I, I was like, rally, rally. And that has almost 900,000 views. And it took me two minutes it took me 30 seconds to make it. And the fact that a video that I spend no time on that blows up as much, like triple, quadruple as much as videos that I spent time on, it's like my heart. Recently though, TikTok has heard my plights, heard my woes, and they have been blowing up some of my videos that I spend, you know, a hot minute on, which is nice. But I'm just like, man, I just want to have, you know, cause I think it's smart what they do to you, right? Cause first of all, you're just, everybody's an average schmo until, one video, they blow it up. So then you stay on the app. And that's how they get you. They get inside your head. And you're like, oh man, you know, like I'm famous now. So I have to keep posting for all my, all my, you know, 200 fans or whatever. And so then you keep posting and posting and then they all do terrible. And then another one blows up and you're like, oh, now I have 300 fans. Oh, and then it's just, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. I know Sophie's on TikTok too. So she also yeah. knows the, she also knows the, 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 you know, I had one video, it was like, it was the dumbest thing. It was like the Home Depot, like remix and mm-hmm. then, or like the, and then it went into the Home Depot theme song. And it was just like, oh, my dad asking me if I want to go to Home Depot. And then me like saying yes, because of the hot dog stand that's there. And like 19,000 views. I'm like, I would yeah. have never expected. That. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Like, so it's dumb crazy. the dumbest like, video i've ever made <laughs> like i made a video a while back about uh, ruth bader ginsburg and that one got some traction too yeah rest in, uh, rest i <laughs> yeah, i uh, i i learned a lot actually from those comments on the videos because i i was talking about how you know like you know a lot of you know, she was Jewish. And a lot of people forget that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a Jewish person. And so like, I had a lot of anti-Semitic comments, which I wasn't expecting. I don't remember how many views that video has, maybe like over 175,000 or something. But I was just like, I was like, oh my God, like these people, they're posting, like they're saying some really, you know, suspicious things. But like half of the people were like, oh, thank you. I learned so much. And I'm just like, you know, like, that's what it's all about. Just connecting with people, as Libby said earlier, just like, you know, finding the people and just like, fighting your fans and the anti-semitism is yeah it's alive and ridiculous on that Uh and i mean i've tried to report things that are like extremely anti-semitic that still stay up Mm -hmm. so and i mean i've been told some pretty awful things i mean but at the same time it's like you know if you're putting yourself out there and making content like that no matter what Mm -hmm. it is whether it's anti-semitism whether it's just like mean comments like you have to be prepared for that. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you can't you can't let it phase you. But of course, you know, as someone who is Jewish and is passionate enough to create a whole brand off of it, it it hurts. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's just so. the reality. But you yeah. know, we stand strong. There's a huge community of the Jews who are on it. So yes, yep. yes, it's really cool to yeah. have, have find the the chosen people and like see each other. For sure. For sure. Yes. All right. So uh, we do have uh, 
some more good things for you. We have a 20-second Torah portion. Hey everyone, producer Nate here with 20-second Torah. This week's Torah portion is Bereshit, the first portion in the book of Genesis. Not only do we hear the story of Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, the entire creation story, but we're also left with a really, really important lesson. That lesson is that in life, we make mistakes. We make mistakes in many different ways throughout our entire life, but we have the opportunity to take those mistakes, learn from them, and begin again to move forward with the knowledge we've gained to live our lives. So next time you make a mistake, Rather than beating yourself up about it, try to learn something and then move forward. And thank you for that 20-second Torah portion. It was very insightful, as always. Uh, before we wrap up, we have Nate's favorite part of the podcast, the L'Chaim of the Week. So for this part, we are going to, in case you don't know, viewer, we say something that we are looking forward to, something that happened to us this week, and we do a L'Chaim to it. Uh, so for me... Uh, my brother's birthday was this past week and it was good to see him and good to see my family. And, you know, cause like you always want to see your, your Jewish roots. And I got to see my Jewish mother and she definitely wagged her finger at me and she made fun of my haircut that was cut too short. So uh, I'm a Lachaim to that. Uh, what about you, Sophie? Um, I'm looking forward to watching the bachelorette and amazing race. Mm. Cause those premiered this week and I haven't uh -huh. had time to watch them. So I'm excited to watch them get on that and then what about you Libby I would say it was doing this podcast oh <laughs> I'm really Stop excited it. to be able to talk to people who you know watch my content but also like share my story who people might not necessarily know just from watching so yeah. that that was a really cool opportunity for me to get messaged by Sophie <laughs> yeah Oh, well, we were glad that you were like yes. so into it right away. We're like, yes, <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast, Libby. Uh, do you want to promote your social media so people can find you? Sure. And... Find Cheryl Cohen at Libby Amber Walker on TikTok, Libby Amber Walker on Instagram. And if you check the bio on my TikTok, you'll find my merchandise link. Or you can get Camp Cohen apparel and wear all year long. Don't forget, better than birthright. And you can also get your NJB socks. So if you have an NJB, if you're hoping to find an NJB, they could be like a little wish list. Um, and you can get your Cohen 19 sweatshirt because why not? <laughs> why not? All right. Well, thank you again for coming. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, we remained uh, MSU Hillel's The Weekly Kvetch, and we will see you later. And that's our show. Thanks for kvetching with us this week. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and call a friend to tell them you love them. The Weekly Kvetch is hosted by me, Jake Rubin, and our executive producers are Sophie Dwaskin and Nate Strauss. This podcast is a production of MSU Hillel. Yellow bye, my friends.